Hello and welcome to the Pleasure Collective podcast. This podcast will help you to create a desire-driven, pleasure-led life, uncover the absolute gold that exists in your motherhood experience, and create synergy in blending motherhood and business. I'm your host, Regan Fig, wife and mama to three little wildlings, author of A Mother's Pleasure, and coach and mentor to women who want to create what they desire with pleasure. I'm honored to have you invest your time, energy, and attention in listening into the podcast. And I acknowledge the custodians of the land on which this podcast is recorded and produced, the Wadi Wadi people of Darawa land. Now let's dive in. Chapter two, full spectrum mother. When my first son was two, he called me by name. He even had his preschool carer write it on the back of a little finger painted turtle. I relished him calling me by my name and imagining the conversation he had with his carer, directing her to write Regan on his all-purple turtle. For me, it felt like such a compliment. It meant he saw me. He saw a person, not a role, not a socialized figure, not, in quotations, just a mother. Me, all of me, all wrapped up in my name. For I am Regan, not, in quotations, just his mum. Being seen as Regan by my son meant being seen as the full-spectrum woman that I am over the singular role of mother that our society perpetuates, where a woman feels required to abandon, reject, suppress, and conceal parts of herself to fit the socially acceptable mould of mother. To me, it was evidence that the fully expressed whole person that I am had been witnessed and honoured. And as women, Isn't that all we ever truly desire, to be witnessed and seen as our whole selves without all the masks and be loved as we are? Perhaps something we perpetuate as mothers, wearing masks and concealing parts of ourselves only to be deemed, in quotations, just a mum by society. Becoming mother. By taking on the name mum, by becoming mother, It is like we unknowingly commit to abiding by the societal rules that come with that. We conceal the parts that are wild, angry, playful, self-focused, sexual, rageful, emotional, regretful, sad, ambitious, and more. We step ourselves into that box titled mother, leaving parts of the woman that we are outside that box. And we only reunite with those other parts of ourselves in, quotations, me time, behind closed doors when the kids are in bed, when the kids are older, in the moments we aren't with our children, caregiving, nurturing, and selflessly sacrificing ourselves for them. For we know the person we should be as a mother, and it certainly isn't our full spectrum selves. This is something that we have been groomed for since we were small children. It is something that has been socialized into us from a very early age and ramps up as we near the years of potentially becoming a mother then emerges again as we move through the rite of passage from maiden to mother. When we acknowledge ourselves as a mother, we are also aware on some level that we are assigning ourselves many other characteristics, such as gentle, nurturing, selfless, devoted, housekeeper, ever-present, self-sacrificing, balanced, and caring, whilst concealing others less welcomed by society. And we are all those things, until we're not. 
until the very society that created this identity for us fails to provide the support, connection, and resources required to be only those things, no matter how much we want to embody them, no matter how much we try to fit. For in the end, we are human. We are full-spectrum women mothering. The tide is turning. When we try to resist the universal law of polarity, where there are always equal and opposite parts within ourselves and our world, when we abandon parts of ourselves to try and fit the mold, we inevitably slip up and parts of our whole self shine through. We can find ourselves comparing ourselves to other mothers and the image of the perfect mother. We are left unfulfilled, unsatisfied and disappointed, carrying a sense of shame and disillusion wondering why we can't just get our act together like other, in quotation, normal mums. Logically, we know that we are not, in quotations, just a mum, and might even detest the phrase, but still, it can slip into our minds, slip out from our mouths like some default setting that we keep meaning to fix but don't quite know how. I suspect that when we use the phrase, we feel unconsciously or otherwise that we are required to leave parts of ourselves behind in order to fit into the impossible mold that our society has glorified and pushed onto us. And we are shamed if we do not stick to our role, like it's some kind of performance. Looking back through my own lineage of mothers, I suspect they didn't feel safe to be their full-spectrum selves either, with women in their 50s being advised to pray their way out of frustration and anger. Thankfully for us, the tide is turning. The feminine is rising, and so too is our conscious awareness of what we bring to the world's table, for we have great influence on the way our world evolves through our children. I believe we are one generation away from heaven on earth, and part of that is a cultural shift where all people, especially mothers, are resourced, capable, and encouraged to access, receive, experience, and respond to life in a way that is pleasurable for them, whatever that looks like. The impossible identity. We've been socialized into this role and these expectations, whether we're aware of it or not, whether we believe in the rules and expectations or not, whether we are doing a good job or not. No one is immune to it. This is why mothers can find judgment within mothers' groups and open society. There is a societal expectation of who a mother is and how she behaves and how she should spend her time. There is policing of the culturally crafted identity of the mother, and no one is more judgmental of a mother than herself, for she has been in training for this her whole life. So I started to question what the title mother represents and began to construct my own version of what it means to be a mother, outside of what has already been insufficiently crafted by our culture. I think the reason that I like it when my child calls me by my name is because it feels like a rejection of the impossible identity that society has pushed upon me. It feels like a nod to my full-spectrum self, the woman from which the mother is born, not the woman hidden somewhere in the depths of the mother, as our culture would prefer. Your full-spectrum self. With this chapter, I hope to offer you an opportunity to consider what parts of yourself you've shut down, repressed, abandoned, ignored, or dismissed. To consider who you would be if you were free from society's expectations and conditioning, and were your full spectrum self. To fuel yourself by being self-focused, self-aware, and desire-driven. 
Because if you've not already put your finger on it, trying to be someone you're not is fucking exhausting. No mother's got time for that. It is my experience and that of the mothers I work with that when we stop rejecting parts of ourselves, energy ignites itself from within. Fulfillment flows back to us. Satisfaction starts to be uncovered. Compassion and kindness arise. Intimacy blossoms. And pleasure starts to drip into our experience of motherhood and all facets of our lives. When we strive to be the selfless, self-sacrificing mother, we reject the parts of ourselves that seek and receive pleasure. We abandon the parts of ourselves that often began our motherhood journey in the first place. We nurture ourselves last, if at all. We shut down our sexuality, our desires, and our drive for pleasure, consciously or unconsciously. We police ourselves or experience policing of the perfect mother myth by others through one very effective way of keeping us in line with society's expectations. Any guesses how? We'll dive in there next. Activity. Rediscovering you. Take some time to reflect on the following questions and jot down some answers in your journal. Point one. Are there parts of you that you suspect or know you keep to yourself for fear of straying from societal norms? Point two. Are there parts of your life that ignite a burning rage or perhaps a smoldering, low-level, no-fucks-left energy? When you reach those points where you're in a state of rage or have no fucks left to give, I invite you to list all of the things that are igniting these feelings. This is your body showing you what is in opposition to your full spectrum self and your truth. What changes can you make to navigate back toward your truth? Point three, who would you be if you embraced your full spectrum self? What would your life be like? What's different? between where you're at now and your full spectrum self? What are some things available to you now that you could weave into your world to begin bridging this gap? Is it being more silly, having more fun, saying no to what feels like obligation, saying yes to what feels like you, letting your rage out in a healthy way, leaning into pleasure? Quote, we are human. We are full spectrum women mothering. All right, my love, before I wrap up this episode, listen in because I have an epic freebie coming in January. It's called The Mother Load, and it's all about uncovering the absolute gold that already exists in your motherhood experience. It's a week-long journey live with me to strike gold in motherhood, not by getting lucky, not by trying harder or getting more organized. Not by changing your children's behavior or your personal circumstances, we uncover the gold that's already there for you to feel alive and lighter and soothed and in total reverence of the riches in your life. It's completely free and you'll leave with tangible treasure finding skills and practical, simple strategies. Make sure you go to the show notes for the sign up link. Again, it's completely free and you're invited. It's been my pleasure to offer my book to you in a really accessible way. If you're loving the podcast and audiobook episodes, please do me a massive favor and share it with a friend or on your socials and leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. You can also order a Have In Your Hands copy from any good bookstores or your favorite bookselling online retailer. In pleasure. Bye for now.